0: My name is Marcel Hansen, and you're listening to "Small Habits: Big Changes. Let's dive in. Welcome, welcome to today's episode. For those of you who've been following the podcast, I believe this is our 40th episode. I, you would know, perhaps that I track a number of biometrics with a few wearables and a couple other devices and apps. I have been tracking HRV, uh, my HRV in particular, pretty in-depth for 2023. And I've come across something that I believe makes sense to me, and I wanted to share it. So there's two branches of the autonomic nervous system. Most people know the parasympathetic and the sympathetic, parasympathetic being your rest and relaxation, while your sympathetic nervous system is the flight or fright or freeze or fawn response. And, and really, they're both very useful, necessary parts of our evolution and our everyday activity. And there is a balance Uh, that one needs to strike in order to capitalize on the energy that one has restored in their body, but not deplete it to the point where extreme fatigue set in. It's a pretty fine balance, and I think most people grasp the concept of that. Yet, through my tracking, because I have wearables and because I actually track a number of data points, I have come to a conclusion... That may answer why so many people, while they say or think that they want a better life, they want to be healthier, they want to live longer with a higher level of energy and vitality, they want to maybe look better or be stronger. While so many people share those visions, so few people actually commit to making them a priority, prioritizing themselves. And I got to thinking that I think a piece of that is that the majority of us are so far out of balance that we don't have the energy, literally the energy to expend on ourselves. I know it sounds crazy and to me it is crazy sounding, but without getting into a lot of details around the metrics, Uh, there are a number of measurements that are taken to calculate one's heart rate variability. And heart rate variability has been shown to be one key indicator in foreseeing longevity, not just quantity of years ahead left on this planet, but quality. So I don't think anybody wants Mm -hmm. to be around for 100 years and be completely out of it. And whether it's physically or mentally, I don't don't think that decline is what people are shooting for. Obviously, the goal is to live your fullest life to the best of your capabilities, which are under your control. This is not a skill set that you're born with. This is something you could easily learn and commit to. I think that it's like trying to hydrate yourself off an empty cup you have the cup in your hand. Your intention is to hydrate. You know that water hydrates you, yet you don't have any water in your cup. And so what do you do? Most people just put the cup down and keep on going. And another year has passed. And another year has passed. And another year is getting ready to pass again. And what have you done to make this year the best possible year and to set yourself up for 2024 being a best year on top of that now, if you didn't have a great year this year then you got lots of up to go and if you had a great year then build on that momentum and enrich that experience by taking better care of yourself i think i think this is all within our grasp i think it does require a certain amount of stick to it, it stick Witness. I was having a chat with uh, my neighbor yesterday, always good insight, uh, just vibing. And it's okay. Like I do have a very high standard for uh, my team and how the products and the services that we produce, I do want a high quality. And I understand that not everyone is always capable of giving the quality that I want. They certainly can do their best, and that's all I would ask for And the caveat to that is that your best can get better. Your best today is maybe not your best for next week, maybe not even close to your best for next year. Depends on the context. But what's troublesome and what is really disheartening is that people don't care enough to be curious, to research, to set goals, to document their journey to track, to keep metrics, to do things that are not just scientifically, but they're just common sense ways to improve. I think that what I mentioned to him during our conversation was that I think that we've, as, as the mass, I say we, as the masses, we have become like the frog in increasingly warmer water. We don't notice that our normal, which was once lake water, creek water, cooler is slowly getting warmer and warmer. Our normal is slowly getting worse and more detrimental to our health. And we don't notice because it's gradual. So we might slip. Maybe we used to hydrate. Well, now we've fallen off that. Or maybe we used to meal prep, but now we got busy. So that kind of went by the wayside. Or maybe we used to stretch or go for a walk every night after dinner. And now it's, it's cold out. They aren't really doing that. Maybe used to go to bed at 9.30, 10 o'clock, get a good night's sleep. Now it's like mm, burning the midnight oil, watching Netflix, whatever you're doing. And slowly but surely, we're headed towards that boiling point. Unfortunately, I hate to use an analogy where an animal is harmed. Because I was just saying this to uh, another neighbor the other day. I was like, why do people say kill two birds with one stone. That's an awful saying. Why don't you just say, get two things done at the expense of one or for the timing of one. There's got to be a new saying that can... Don't get me started on the ways to skin a cat because I just curl inside out my skin when I hear people say that. Uh, we don't skin cat in this part. So that poor frog doesn't realize its surroundings, its behavior, its temperatures changing. And before it knows it, it's boiled, it's toast, and we're no different. I think if you are not checking in with where your normal is, I don't think there is a mass normal, everyone's individual, but where your thriving point is, where you are balanced, feel good, uh, even keeled, but passionate about what you're doing. Tons of energy, but good night's sleep, eating well, all of the above. Wherever yours was, as it starts to slip, because you're not tracking, and because it's so gradual for most, it just shifts into being your new normal. And eventually, sickness and decay and unhappiness, perhaps depression or anxiety, feelings of anxiousness or overwhelm become your norm. And I'm just one, I'm just one person saying that it's not normal, actually. And because millions of people are going through similar situation to you does not make it normal. It is predictable that if you do not care for yourself, yourself will decline in almost every conceivable way. That's just logic. That's just good old sense, uncommon as it may be, but it's not normal. And people say, oh, I'm in my 50s or I'm in my 60s or my 70s or even my 80s. This is what happens. It happens to you. When I was a kid, I was very thin. I just ate a lot of sugar. Just really a very poor diet in hindsight. Very processed, but on top of that, a lot of sugar. And I think it really just, I don't know, it had an effect on either my metabolism or just my ability to grow muscle. And so I was fairly thin. And people would always say, just wait until you're 20. I got really excited because I was like, cool, when I'm 20, I'll start putting on weight, fill out, it will be great. I got to 20 and not a whole lot changed. I was still very active. I was eating a little better, not a lot changed. And then people would say, just wait, it's 26 is when it happens, like around 26 your mid 20s, you'll start, you'll be looking back thinking these are the good days when you could fit into your 32, 34s or size six or whatever it is. And I said, cool. So when I got to 26, no change. And then people said when you hit 30, you'll really feel a different difference in your body. You'll you'll start to put on weight a lot more more easily than you've ever wanted. So, careful what you wish for. And I was like, great, 30 rolled around to shorten this story. I've had people say that about 20, about 26, about 30, about 35, about 40, about 45, about 50. And it still hasn't happened. The only reason I gain or lose weight is because of my behavior, not because of any age, not because it's harder or easier to do anything. Age is simply a biological number. It doesn't even have to be, it doesn't really have to eat. It oftentimes is not even accurate. A lot of people walking around in a 40 year old's body inside their organs are, 65, 70, for the lack of self-care that they've exhibited and, and demonstrated for year, years and years. I think there's a lot of overwhelm in the industry, in media, and maybe there's a lot of some, for some it's entitlement, for other people it's it's victimy. in that other people could have those things, but they don't. And with that kind of mindset, That's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you say you can't do it or you say you can do it, you're right. Either way, of course, you know that. I invite you to be really mindful about the language that you're using inside your head, just as much as the language that you speak out into the world. And there are, I probably have a list of 200 things that you could do that any single one of them would improve the quality of your life. I know this because I have done almost all of them. In fact, I have done all of them, all of the lists that I have. And the list grows every day, every week. There's things that get added to it. There's very few things that come off of it. And it's a list that I've been accruing for nearly three decades. And you can come up with your own list. I'm sure you can think of 20 things right now that you could do that would better your life. So why not do that? We're headed into a new year It's great to get a running start, to start implementing, building hook habits, building accountability, practicing commitment. Nobody is going to come do it for you. And if they did, in the end, it would be less satisfying. I think it would be less satisfying. I could wear one of those jiggly things on my abdomen that zaps me every two seconds to create a six pack. I could. I totally could. I don't want to do that. I enjoy that I've built my cage naturally in the kitchen through activity and through pointed exercise to specifically strengthen not only my abs, but my serratus anteriors and my obliques and a number of other groups of muscles that help posture because along the way of taking care regardless of what it is, whether it's hydrating, whether it's movement, whether you're working on nutrition or sleep, you learn so much. You will learn so much about yourself in the process. Things that literally you wouldn't learn unless you underwent this self-discovery. I want that for everyone because it is such a awesome place to be and to wake up to every day, knowing that there's things to learn about life, macro but about yourself, about myself. It's a it's pretty cool. I can't even describe it. But for those of you who've experienced it, who live in that place of gratefulness, of awareness, of self health and development and potential, you know what I'm talking about. But there's room here for everyone. There is room for everyone. No more blah normal. No more just waking up every day, not realizing that the water's getting warmer. We don't know how long it's going to be warm before it starts to boil. And when it starts to boil, it's too late. What has to happen? What has to happen in your world for you to get that the human experience is finite? What has to happen for you to commit? I'm dying to know. I'm living to know. I'm living to know. Tell me. If you're on YouTube, put it in the comments. If you're in our wellness community, shoot it to me in a text. If you're not, join the wellness community. It's free. You can text 206 number's on the outro as well. Tell me what it is that you are waiting for to act, to do, to be, to do more, to be more, to have more, to love more, to grow more. What are you waiting for? If you need an invitation, here it is. Text me your address and I'll send it to you in writing. Let this new year that is closely upon us now, just a few weeks away, let this new year be an opportunity for you to clean the slate. Just once and for all. This is a lifelong journey. This isn't something we're going to, oh, we'll better ourselves for just a few weeks and then that'll be good. Commit to yourself for no other reason but that you deserve it. You deserve to have boundless energy, to have... Amazing integration and balance, if you want to use that word, in your life, in your health, in your family, in your workplace, in your passions, in your neighborhood, in your community. You deserve that. But it's not handed to you. You have to commit to it. And then the universe will open doors. Then the universe will unfold the major blueprint that allows you to achieve all that you want. You can say it's woo, but I sit here as a testament before you. And if one person one person can achieve it, then all people can achieve it. It will look different for everyone, and that's okay. But this mediocre mind, this new normal that many of you are just accepting day after day as the water gets warmer and warmer, praying for you, man. You got this. Let's go, 2020 fo. Thanks for listening. I hope that you decide to jump out that pot before the water gets too hot turn the stove off, take the reins, let's get it done. Until next time, keep growing, kicking ass, be awesome. Thank you so much for listening today. If you feel any part of this episode resonated with you, then please consider sharing it with a friend who may also find value in it. And remember to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And before you go, did you know we have a fantastic free text community? If you want more bite-sized health hacks and reminders delivered directly to your phone, absolutely free, then text keyword YES to 206-483-2960. Again, that's keyword YES to 206-483-2960. And we'll see you on the inside.